Let's open our Bibles to three scriptures. I don't know if I have time for all that. Maybe one scripture or three scriptures. Anyway, we'll read all the three. Amen. Praise the Lord. Mark 4.35. Book of Mark chapter 4.35. Hallelujah. On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. That's enough. Matthew chapter 16, 17 to 19. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hate shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen. And last scripture, 2 Samuel chapter 19 and the 15th verse. Then the king returned and came to the Jordan. And Judah came to Gilgal to go to meet the king, to escort the king across the Jordan. Amen. We want to title the word, The Lamb's Cross, The Christ Church, and The King's Coming. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lamb's Cross, The Christ Church, and the king's coming. Mark chapter 4 and the 35th verse says, Let us cross over to the other side. Amen. If you take that crossover as the cross of Jesus Christ, there is a truth in that. Only through the cross of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There is a crossover. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us cross over to the other side. There are some things that you will never cross. Without the cross. Praise the Lord. There are some things that you will never cross. Without the cross. It is the cross is the answer. For your problem to be over. Let us cross over. Let us over with it. How? Through the cross. Cross is the answer to your problem to be over. Your storms to be over. Your divorce to be over. Come on. Cross. Your sickness to be over. Your temporary issues to be over. Cross is the answer. It's the starting point to prepare your heart. And it is the finishing point that keeps your life till the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Cross put you in the church and the church prepares you for the coming of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let us cross over. Look at two people and say, let's cross over. The only way over is to cross that issue to be over is the cross. The only way ever. Hallelujah. Praise God. If somebody has hurt you so badly, the only way to get over with it is the cross. Praise the Lord. The only way to get over that abuse is the cross. The only way to get over that failure is the cross. The only way to get over that addiction is the cross. The cross is destroying addictions this morning in the name of the Lord. Ah, the only way to get cross, hallelujah, over from spinster to your marriage is the cross. Cross is the answer. The only way to be out of the past sin and past shame is the cross over. I was this, now I am not that. I, the old has gone and the new has come. Crossed over. The only way is the cross. The message of the cross brings transformation in our thinking. The message of the cross brings transformation in our marriage. The message of the cross brings us into a next level of anointing. 
2 Kings chapter 6, 1 to 6, with the lack of time, I don't have time to read it. It's speaking about the prophets who wanted to build a bigger thing for Jesus Christ. I mean, for the, for the glory of God, a bigger tent, a bigger place. And the Bible says one of the prophets had an axe and an axe head. But it got loosed out of the axe stick. The axe had got loosed and fell onto the water. He was swinging the axe and the axe head got loosed and it fell into the water. Into the mighty river Jordan. And the Bible says it was lost. This is what I want to tell you this morning. Before anything ever gets lost, it it has to become loose first. Praise the Lord. Have you lost something in your life? You became loose first. Everything in which your life, you lose it is because you have lost, lost it because you have loosed something. Amen. Hallelujah. Get a grip on God this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. You have to tighten your conviction. You have to tighten, hallelujah, about God, about marriage, about praise, about worship. What get loosed? It's only a matter of time which will get lost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nobody just get lost. You lose reading the Bible. You lose coming to church gathering. You lose in the people, wrong group of people. You lose yourself in your conviction. You lose in your things which you said, I will never do it. And I will never say it. You get loosed in that. You lost. You have lost something today. Amen. Once you get loose, there is always something lost. Get a fresh grip this morning. First, a grip of God's grace. Put yourself grip of holiness. Grip of the word of God. Grip of what God has called you to do so that you will not be lost in the world. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says it sung down. The axe head sung down. Down. The turtle saw it going down. The fish saw it going down. It fell into the murk. It fell into the mud. And it was buried. How many of you are here this morning? Your marriage has some turtles as saw. Your finances, some turtles saw it going down to the mud, to the murk. Your life, hallelujah, is gone to the mud, to the murk. It's finished. It's done. It's inside the deepest SHIT. Praise the Lord. What was the answer? Elisha took a stick from the tree and put it into that place near to that axe head. He said, where did the axe fall? I will put it, it I will put the stick to near to where it fell. The tree is the cross. I don't know where you have fallen. I don't know where your problem is this morning. I tried to know it in prayer, but God said, throw the cross. Praise the Lord. Throw the cross. I don't know where your issue is, but I'm throwing the cross. Oh, somebody here, praise the Lord. I'm throwing the cross this morning. Throwing this tree where the stick hits the proximity. Glory to God. Something happens. Glory to God. When the stick hits the proximity, when the cross hits the proximity, something happens. Hallelujah. The Bible says the axe head began to swim. Hallelujah. Iron is heavier than the water. It is the greatest miracle. The nature of iron is to bring you to the lowest part. 
lowest places, lowest people. But there is a tree called Calvary. When it tests the proximity of your lives, hallelujah, you feel the power of God bringing you up again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come up from the mire. Come up from the mark. Let your marriages, let your finances, whatever you're going through this morning, with your very life, come up. The same turtles, the same fish that saw you going down. Say, what happened, bro? The cross. The stick came and hit the proximity. Come on church somebody. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, this morning something sudden will happen. If it touches your life, that which was buried, the whole, I prophesy. I prophesy. Praise the Lord. I prophesy. Bible says approach the throne of grace that you shall obtain mercy and find grace. I obtained mercy for you this morning. I found your grace this morning. And the, my Bible says, what you forgive, God will forgive. I forgive you, hallelujah, through the forgiveness of the blood of the Lamb. And I command you to come out of the murk and the mud. I prophesy God's mercy. I release God's grace over your muck this morning. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Look at somebody and say, you're going to get out of your dirt. Hallelujah. Amen. God will turn your muck and mire and the sin and the shame into something beautiful because of the cross that is thrown over your life. God will take your weddings and that was over. God will bring it up because of the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. God, that was surrendered to the slavishness of your body and the slavishness of sin. God will free you because of the power of the cross. There is power in the cross of Jesus Christ. Amen. The Christian direction is always up. Uh, people who are coming here, either they are up or they are on the way of getting up. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Either you are up, hallelujah, or you are on the way up. Glory to God. The Christian direction, it's always up. Amen. Before you come, prepare for the coming of Jesus Christ. Understand the power of the cross. It transforms you. Number two, we read, the cross puts you in the church. I will build my church and the gates of hate shall not prevail against it. Amen. When we grow up as kids in the Lord, church was our staple diet. It was a part of our lives. Today, the greatest thing that the devil is devouring is the church attendance. Praise the Lord. You count how many times you came to the church. I will tell you where you are going. I will tell you where there is fire in your heart. Praise the Lord. Amen. The devil is trying to devour the church. The coming of the church. God has placed you in Hebrews chapter 10 and the 25th verse. Somebody read it for me, please. Underline it in our Bible. The most powerful word. Hebrews 10.25 Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Not forsaking 
the assembling of our saints for together as in the manner of some as in the manner of some but exhorting one another exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching ah so much more as you day you know why there is second coming of the lord preached today because there's only one thing the lord said prepare the church praise god there is only one word god gave me today prepare the church the lord is going to come up maranatha the lord will come back you better be prepared for the coming of our lord jesus christ and how do you prepare where are you transformed in the church let nobody devour you coming to church don't minimize the power of coming to church a good doctor will keep you out of hospital a good lawyer will keep you out of jail a good church will keep you out of hell praise the lord glory to god amen glory to god a good church will keep you out of the powers of hell out of the very hallelujah entrance of the demonic forces into your life this is a good church hallelujah amen the church is the building of christ the church is the body of christ the church is the bride of christ amen there are big bad wolves huffing and puffing to devour somebody here but it will not prevail because he said i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it how far the wolf can cry out in this morning as the church of the living god we scatter the voices of wolves oh come on church the power of transformation is what happens when you come to the church hallelujah he starts at verse 17 and said simon barjona simon the old man his name changed when he got the revelation of christ and his church from simon weak as sand to peter strong as rock when you come to church people who are weak will say i am strong come on somebody what happens when you got the revelation of jesus was and the revelation of christ and his church you will be transformed from a weak christian to a strong christian from a weak marriage to a strong marriage from a weak ministry to a strong ministry hallelujah come on somebody give a clap offering hallelujah somebody be strong hallelujah simon peter hallelujah belagin and shaktanav sabakathu varumba sabeyal velipadittumba 2 Corinthians 5 7 if anybody is in Christ Jesus is a new creation old as God praise the lord he is no no longer Saul but Paul no longer Zacchaeus always the taker why the marriage issues is there somebody took and took and took and somebody is exhausted some of you in your case both are exhausted and you said what is the bra- come to church receive new strength receive new beginnings somebody the lord is telling i'm giving you a new beginning over your family oh may you be built every house in the house of god is protected every house in the house of god will be built through the word of the living god every house in the house of god shall be free from the powers of hell hallelujah amen a true church transforms the lives of the people I want to be a true church. I don't want to whitewash you. I want to tell you the truth. Hallelujah. Not a social club. It has supernatural power to transform you. Listen to me. There was this old country guy in America who went to New York for the first time. He went to a mall with his children 
and they were looking at and they were showing, uh, lo looking, at, looking at the hotel and the big things. They were so amazed. And they saw the lift going up and down. And they were looking so amazed at the lift. And there was an eight-year-old woman standing next to the lift. And she got into the lift. And the father and the children were looking. What is happening? The lift went up. And the lift came down. And they were waiting for the lift doors to be opened. When the doors were opened, there was a sexy lady coming out. Pardon me for using that word. But a gorgeous girl coming out. And then the father said, Oh, we have to call your mother. Get into that lift at least a couple of times. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. This is what I'm saying. You might look like a mess, but when you go into the hallelujah, praise God. When you go, hallelujah, come into the church, you will be transformed from the mess. By the time you get out, you will look like, oh, come on, you look like fresh for the glory of God. Amen. Look at two people and say, you will be fresh. By this end of the meeting, brother, you will be fresh. Hallelujah. Amen. The church teaches us that there is pardon for my past. There is power for my present. And there is promises for my future. How many of you believe that? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Number three. The church teaches us and prepares us. The goal of the church is to prepare for the coming of the king. Let's read it once again. 2 Samuel chapter 19 and the 15th verse. The king returned and came to Jordan. And Judah came to Gilgal to go to meet the king. To escort the king across the Jordan. How many of you believe the king is coming? How many of you believe the king will return? Hallelujah. In the olden days when people gathered together, they would say, Maranatha, let the king come back quickly. Now, come on. Today we say, what is the GST? Praise the Lord. Who will be the next prime minister? Praise the Lord. But in the olden days, what is the business? What is demonetization has to do with us? But in the olden days, none of these was at the... Jesus is coming back. Oh, come on, somebody. Jesus is coming up. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In 2 Samuel chapter 19, 16 to 19, you can go home and read tonight. But verse 15 says, the king came back. Where from where? His own son Absalom. David's son. David was the king. Absalom tried to kill David. Absalom made himself the leader and the king. He planned uh, a plot against David to send him out of his, of, his, of his kingdom. And David had to leave his kingship and his kingdom. Praise the Lord. But when he was about to leave, there were people who came to meet him. And they were sure, although he is going, he will come back. How many of you are sure? Hallelujah. That our king also will be come back. Amen. Is there happy, somebody happy that your king will come back? Hallelujah. Glory to God. The way he took, he will return back. Jesus said, I will go and prepare a house for you. Oh, hallelujah. And then I will come back myself and take you back. Oh, hallelujah. In 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9, in the last days, people will mock and say, when is he coming? It says, don't. Oh, we'll read that. Some of you. 
The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness, but in long suffering towards us, not willing that anyone should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Why is he not coming quickly? Why is he taking a little more time? So that your family shall be saved. So that you will keep your heart and your mind ready for him. Come on somebody. Oh hallelujah. There is chances. There is a chance for your family to be saved this morning. By faith I'm declaring your family can be saved. He will come back. But he is giving you a chance for you to repent. Hallelujah. When the king came, there were people who were happy and there were people who were sad. Will you be happy or will you be sad? In 2 Samuel chapter 19 and the 17th verse, there was a person called Seba. Everybody say Seba. Seba was the servant of Mephishopath, the son of, or the grandson of Saul, King Saul, the son of Jonathan. Jonathan. And he was crippled, both lame. And Seba was the servant girl that dropped him. And he became lame. And the Bible says, when the king was not there, in 2 Samuel chapter 16, 1 to 4, king was not there in the kingship. King was in the wilderness. Seba secretly went to meet the king. And the king said, where is your master? Where is maybe Shopath? Where is he? And he said, he did not come. You know why? Because he knows that if you don't return back, he will become the king. Seba was lying. For his own benefit, he was lying. So David said, take all, may he be Shopat's wealth to you. Hallelujah. Take all, maybe maybe Boshat's wealth. Maybe Boshat's wealth to you. Maybe Boshat's wealth to you. Hallelujah. Seba was a hypocrite. Two faces. One goes to maybe Shop. Uh, maybe maybe one goes there and say hey you are the best serve i mean master and on behind him he's saying hey he's a useless fellow hallelujah so when king was about to come seba was scared amen hallelujah my brother my sister let's not have double tongue let's not be somebody in the church and somebody outside while you are preparing for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's have only one face. Let's have the face of Jesus Christ. That's what the church preparing you today. To have a single face. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Don't chumma lie. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There need to be a character excellence before the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our number one priority is Jesus coming back. He was not happy. Then there was a second man called Shemai. Everybody says Shemai. In 2 Samuel chapter 16, he was cursing the people. As he went, he was cursing David. Shall we finish him? And David's people came and said, let's curse him back. And David said, don't do it. God is allowing him to curse me so that something good will come. Oh. Thank God for the people who cursed you. Something good will come. Don't retaliate. Don't react. 
Come on, you forgive him. David forgave Shemai. He said, I am not going to, hallelujah, pay the same kind of uh, 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 the, the, the curse that he gave me. Amen. I'm just letting it go. Come on, somebody. Let go. Come on, husbands. Let go. Come on, wives. Let go. You have to see the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Let go. Hallelujah. Roman soldiers put the crowns upon Jesus. They, Jesus was broken. They torn Jesus's clothes he said if you are jesus come down the cross we want to see how you'll raise yourself up in the three days but jesus did not respond the bible says he was an example to us he committed himself to God. Somebody this morning, God is saying, if you would commit yourself, if you would commit your family, if you would commit, God will raise it up this morning for the glory of Jesus Christ. Let us have the same mind of Jesus Christ. He humbled himself as a servant and God gave him a name that is above every other name. God will exalt you if you are willing to let go this morning. Oh, hallelujah. And you will be confident. You will be happy at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Number third person. May he be Shopat himself. May, be, may, may he Boshat himself was crippled. When the king came, he went to meet the king. And king, he said, oh my servant deceived. And king said, take half of it. Take half, whatever I gave him, you, you all divide. And there is something he said. He said, I don't want anything. The presence of the king is more about important than the presence of things. Praise the Lord. He said, I don't want anything else. Lord, I want to see you back. Hallelujah. Your focus is not what you get here on the earth, but your focus on the coming of Jesus Christ. The elements of the world will not blind you from the coming of Jesus Christ. God told Lot in Genesis 19, 17 and the 27th verse. 17th verse. God told Lot. Angel told Lot. So it came to pass. No, no, no. That's okay. Don't look back. Don't look back. Focus. But at the same time when you read 27, and Abraham they... was looking at Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. On one side he said, don't look back to Lot. But Abraham had the grace, had the presence, had the preparation of heart. He could look into Sodom and Gomorrah, yet not get affected. Come on somebody here. Hallelujah. There is a presence God will fill you. If you have God's love inside of you, if you have the first love inside of you, if you are a man of prayer, if you spend time with God, you can look into the world without getting affected by it. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. God is releasing up a generation that will move into the next level. Hallelujah. Who can look into the world system and not get affected by it for the glory of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you here church? Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus is coming back. Amen. In Joshua 24, Joshua said something. He said, as for me and my family, we shall serve the Lord. Your testimony starts at home. Look at somebody and say, your testimony starts at home. But what happened to Joshua, Uni? See? After that, he did not win one battle. 
I mean, he did not go for one battle. He did not take more place. He did not take more land. He did not go after anything. He was happy. Family and we are saved. We are blessed. Tony and Sim, I mean. Praise <laughs> God. And Joshua said, let Tony and Simi minister. Praise the Lord. We will sit at home. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Don't allow the enemy to control you at home. Husband, wife, children, go out and preach the gospel. Don't allow the enemy to corner you in home. Hallelujah. After that, judges started. Let not the enemy have the final way, word over where you should stop. God has an exceeding great power in your life. Only thing is, let us not rooted in our blessings. Let's be rooted in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Like maybe short, maybe, maybe, maybe Boshet. Maybe Boshet. Hallelujah. He was rooted in God's presence on the coming of King rather than the things. Amen. Hallelujah. And the last one who was happy for the coming of Jesus Christ was a man called Brazali. Brazalia. Hallelujah. In 2 Samuel 15, 25, he was a hardworking rich man. Why did he hard work? He supplied for the king. Hallelujah. How many of you are working hard for the king? When you reach home, God will bless everybody who is supplied for the kingdom. For the glory of Jesus Christ. Amen. Brazali was a man who gave for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. How many of you here, hallelujah, will say, Lord, whatever you bless me, what belongs to you will come back to you. Come on, somebody. Glory to God. Nobody? 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 Hallelujah. And then there was Shama. Shama only did one thing. Let's close. Shama did one thing. Shama guarded, resisted the enemy till king came. He resisted. There was a small land. Everybody says small land. This is a small marriage, small job. God has given him what? The small talent. Before the king came, what did he do? The enemy came. They would have said, ah, it's a small thing. Let go. But he fought, stood in the middle and said, no, I will not allow this small thing to be attacked. I will not allow a small fight to destroy my entire family. I will not allow a small misunderstanding to take our entire peace. A small communication problem to destroy us once and for all. Because our Jesus is coming back. King is coming back. I want to show that everything is intact. I declare this morning, resist the enemy. Sump it to God's word and everything will be intact for the glory of Jesus Christ. Let's close our eyes in prayer. Hallelujah.